<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode nine. We'll be talking about the state of first-person shooters, Matt's love for cooking. Virtual cooking. And if Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus are worth it. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast and on Twitter at Real Gone Gaming. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review. For more information, you can also check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. What's going on, guys? This is Gone Gaming. I'm Matt here with Luca, Ashen, and Frank are somewhere. I'm not really sure. They don't like us anymore, I think. Yeah, they've moved on to bigger, better things, so they say. Yeah, just I guess because you and I have been, I guess, neglecting them, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. By playing Overwatch together. Yes. How do you like it? Because you just started getting into it. It's it's early on. This feels like a game that you got to invest into. It's kind of like smoking. You don't like it at first, you know, but you smoke a little more. You're like, okay, I can tolerate. I can I can hang with the cool kids and yeah. and I'm not going to cough in front of everyone. And then eventually you can't put it down. Yeah, especially when you're drinking and then you have your cigarette and you realize, wow, this is incredible. I can't do without it. I'm talking about the video game. Right? You're just talking about your addiction to smokes. Yes. Thank you. It's all good. I, I don't smoke. But anyways, um. So you started Overwatch, yeah, and you're you're enjoying it, right? It's it tends to be a little different than Call of Duty. It's it feels almost old school. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain. It's it's a little bit when I compare it to Call of Duty, it's a little, I guess, not as tight as Call of Duty. It's kind of a little more loose. Yeah, but fair the enough. game doesn't require that specific tightness that you get. At least where I'm at right now, I'm like mm. what, level eight or something. Yeah, you can't even play competitive yet. No, I, I, honestly, all I know is you like ride on a train, you get it to a certain point, and I, then you get it to the end and you win. I don't understand. Yeah, the so if anyone is used to the Call of Duty Battlefield, it's very much an objective-based game, Overwatch with different individual characters and heroes that offer different abilities yeah i think when you lumped in battlefield and call of duty that both fans are going to kind of be offended because they feel like they're very different games but i think overwatch is significantly more different than those two yeah and so i wanted to ask you this because call of duty and battlefield are the cream of the crop when you refer to first person shooters right yeah and they're what everyone judges and bases a first-person shooter onto. But now you've seen games like Overwatch, mm-hmm. Destiny, Player well, Battlegrounds Unknown, or Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yep. Do you think Call of Duty and Battlefield need to change their style moving forward? So you mean more adapt to what Overwatch is doing and what Destiny's doing? Yeah, because you look at Overwatch, it's hero-based similar to Team Fortress. And it's objective-based. There's no kill match where it's just get kills. Okay. It's literally you have to bring a payload to its destination or control points. And that's it, based on your team. And your Uh team is very strategic in how it's placed. You have healers, defenders, tanks, and attack-oriented characters. I got a question for you. How does the arcade part work? I think I played a game where it's just three-on-three and then... It's just one death only, and yeah. is that the only other game type? The other game type would be uh, three-on-three arcade, which okay. is elimination base. Yeah. Um, then there's capture the flag, mm-hmm. 
And then there's 6v6 total mayhem where the cooldowns on your ability are shrinked to like two to four seconds at max. So they like significantly decrease the cooldown. Yeah, so it's mayhem because you're able to use your powerful abilities more frequently. Okay. And then you look at games like Destiny. Destiny is an MMO at its heart. Like it's it has player versus player, but it's an online MMO. It's about going through a story with a group of friends or people. You go on strikes, you do raids. It's about leveling up, mm-hmm. getting armor, and then they have the PVP element to well, it. We we played the the first Destiny. I paid full price for that half game or whatever that was, mm-hmm. and that kind of turned me off. But I looked at all when when all the expansions came out. If it wasn't so expensive, I. I would have really enjoyed playing it probably. Mm-hmm. And then they finally had a bundle that was cheap, but I felt like the time's passed. You know when a game isn't new and people kind of move on? That's where I kind of felt I w- where I would be with that game. So now I'm looking at Destiny 2 because we both also tried the beta. Just like that little story intro. It looked it was pretty cool. Yeah, the game itself is really, it looked really pretty. Yeah. For and, starters. And it looks like it's telling a good story. Like the the pacing, the acting, which is... Usually one of my biggest beefs right now. It seemed like nothing bothered me. Nothing in particular got, caught my attention. So, Yeah, it, and it played well. Um, it looked like each character had a little bit of depth to them. It wasn't so simple. I mean, you had one guy put up a shield. One, I think I was the guy that was able to heal. And I'm not sure what the other person does. But each character had different characteristics. And it had an ultimate ability that yeah. charged up. So it wasn't just a standard run in and go around and shoot people and things. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you first presented this topic to me, when you came up with this, and I'm like, there's no way. What's the point of Call of Duty doing something like Destiny? Maybe Overwatch, and that's just a maybe. Mm-hmm. Now the more I think about it, if the single player was like online Call of Duty, it might be pretty awesome. Yeah, because, well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, at some point, do you think Call of Duty is going to have to look at the player base is like it said overwatch just hit 30 million players yeah right that's an insane number and like the competitive gaming side of overwatch is huge now Well, they have free weekends so that's 30 million is that really 30 million it, well yeah that's the thing right like they're not going to come and point out all the little quibits to yeah, it yeah. like oh it's 30 million but some are registered players from free weekends on console yeah. they're just going to say they've had 30 pe- million people log in and try yeah, the yeah. game well that's still to get people into your game mm-hmm. it's 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 a significant number because i think call of duty sold what in like the five to eight million this infinite warfare yeah it it's still it's sold well yeah it's yeah but not as well as the other ones so right. is it a decline because of people are getting this interested in how Call of Duty's just they're sick of Call of Duty, kind of like Tony Hawk when he used to be the game every year that everyone played and then it tailed away and nobody cared anymore. Is that what's happening with Call of Duty now? Yeah. Or or is it just people are kind of sick of, they want the boots on the ground as you, you called it and you said you've been reading people saying it. I personally like all that wall running stuff. Mm-hmm. But this Call of Duty, it was just the servers didn't feel right. It felt like the lag was, you won based on your connection, which I, I hated yeah, the connection sucked. And we played hardcore, so that's where it really matters. The connection sucked. Um, it was futuristic, and it got to that point where everyone was saying, go back to Boots on the Ground, and Battlefield took that approach and went to World War One, yeah. which people liked if when they played it. I'm just not a fan of Battlefield. Yeah, the thing is, me personally, and this is coming from my own experience, so take that as you will, I've found that 
Call of Duty and Battlefield just feels the same year in and year out. There's there's no real difference yeah. to it. The last Call of Duty where I noticed there was a new element was Black Ops 3. And that was because your character had an had, ability. Had an ability. And which, which is made kind you, of what Overwatch does. Every character plays differently. Every character plays differently. I mean, Destiny, it's the same thing. Overwatch took it to like a different level than yeah. Black Ops. Black Ops is literally your charge up move was different. Mm-hmm. Everything else played the same. Exactly. The kill streaks. It's it's objective based games, but most of the time not too many people focus on them. It's really more around just running around and killing yeah. people. You know what? I, I think I think there are two different types of players though that, that play mm-hmm. Overwatch and Call of Duty. So I don't see Call of Duty making any drastic changes, especially to their multiplayer. Something with Overwatch, like we wanted I guess there's a new character, Doomfist, in it. Yeah. And I wanted to try, like, once we got on, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to try this new character. And someone took him, so now I can't try him. So, and that guy's a different ability, plays differently. Sometimes maybe someone has an advantage, and it's like, why can't I play with that guy? Yeah. And then that's where I kind of like Call of Duty, where it's you, anyone could be whoever they want, and there, it's just that one little ability. Everyone's kind of on an equal playing field. Mm-hmm. But I, I, they're too different, right? They are, but do you think... Call of Duty and Battlefield should start switching it up and making it a little different to try to pique interest again. Like, I was reading a bit of a review that Kotaku had yeah. where they tried the new Call of Duty, World War Two, Yeah. And they said, it sounds amazing, but it still plays like Call of Duty. If you're expecting to go in and it really be a revamped mm-hmm. feel like what they're talking about, it's not. You're going to go into a match and it's just going to be the similar Call of Duty experience. Well, the one thing about Call of Duty is there's not a game that's as tight. Like the controls, you even were looking up an article where... Yeah, and Eurogamer or something like that. Yeah. The latency. Input latency. I, I never understood exactly what it was that made Call of Duty, if I thought it was the frame rate or if I wasn't sure exactly what it was, but apparently the input latency is the lowest it's on any yeah. Call of Duty or any shooter. Uh, any shooter out right now, Call of Duty has the lowest latency. So the responsiveness So from when you press control, a button, yeah. it gets right to the game quicker than any other one. Bingo. And like you said, it's tight. No other game has that tight, sharp, responsive feel, which makes Call of Duty great. But in terms of just the game itself, do you not feel that it's the same old thing? You go in, you play it, and it doesn't really feel any different from the last Call of Duty outside of its aesthetic appearance? Uh, No, you know what? Last Call of Duty, I played a lot of Black Ops 3. I was into that game a lot. We did play a lot of it. We really enjoyed it. It was a very good Call very of Duty. Very well made Call, Call of Duty. And I noticed the littlest things in that game. Like, you notice when a gun's slightly been changed. And when you get a whole new, all new guns. Like, the way this Call of Duty came, came out futuristically and all that, the guns were completely different. Laser weapons, ballistic weapons. It was It was interesting. But my problem was it was just the servers weren't good enough for hardcore. Mm-hmm. So you get in hardcore, you're down in a shot or two. So even if there's a little bit of lag that, you know, I guess someone has a slightly better connection before you even see them, they got you. You can be waiting for them. They could come out running around the corner, lift up their gun and get you. Mm-hmm. So that that was my issue with it. I don't like playing a game when it's it, it's just not equal. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Okay. So then what about comparing it to, you know, we said Overwatch already, 30 million player base. What about Destiny? I mean, Destiny has a huge, huge player base and it it's long lasting. I had friends that didn't put down Destiny for the last year and a half, year, two years almost. The more you talk about it, when you, I never even thought to compare Call of Duty with Destiny. I'm like, they're way two different games. But if they integrated their story to more of an online an MMO community, feel. Yeah, community, it would be pretty cool because I'm not a big fan of the Call of Duty single player. It just It feels like you shoot a bunch of guys until you move up. The guys are going to keep coming. Then you move up to the next barrier, and it's the same thing over and over again throughout the whole game. That you know, Just prettier some games. Mm-hmm. They added spaceships in this one. If they had it like an MMO, you don't even need all those gimmicks to make it cool. So like when I think of Destiny, that would be... That'd be cool. That, and that's another game that offers a ton of content. You, like we always say Call of Duty has good content for what you spend. You get well, your story mode, you get your online. Look at what Destiny 1 did that first yes, $80 granted, disc we paid for. Yeah, granted. But it seems like they fixed it. They corrected it. They really understood what they needed to do. And they brought out Destiny 2.0 before Destiny 2. Two came or out or one point five. Yeah, whatever it was. Taken King, the tanket, it Taken was. King. Now, Destiny again, huge player base, and look what they did. They're a first-person shooter, but they're not a typical first-person shooter. They yeah. have the approach of it's a story-driven game that you can progress with your friends, and you do things like raids, where there's an objective base and there's stuff about moving around and having to get through obstacles while mm-hmm. fending off characters. It, it's so much more in-depth than just go kill these guys yeah. so you can progress or go online and just obliterate each other. Be- well, they do have up. their PvP modes, right? Yes, but that is just another element to the game. That's not what... I don't feel like de- player versus player in Destiny is what many people are buying it for. No, it's, it's an yeah, option, right? But I think people who are playing Call of Duty like it. Like, that's a sport on its own. Mm-hmm. But... I guess my I'm now that you're you're talking about Destiny, it's making me realize the difference between Call of Duty and Destiny when it comes to campaigns. In in Call of Duty you're playing levels, but in Destiny you're playing a world. Exactly. So it's it's kind of like you know, you're playing Mario Three where you just select the world you're going to when you're playing Call of Duty, but in Destiny you're you got the whole map. You got everything and you go find the level. And you you're there's reason to go back to those levels. Yeah. There's there's more to do in terms of getting armor. There's mm-hmm. you do the strikes where you have to fight like a massive giant boss. Like a, a, an upgrade system that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not just leveling up for this. F- yeah. f- the fact of unlocking a gun. Yeah, your gun's leveled up. Oh, now you get an attachment. Like that. I don't know. I guess it kind of is the same thing, but it doesn't feel the same way when you go find a legendary gun or whatever it is. Yeah, and it has a different elemental purpose to it or such such things along those lines so i guess games like team Fortress have been around for a while and and they have their own niche market i Mm -hmm. feel like well i guess not niche because there's a lot of people that play played team fortress i feel like that's the same people that played that are the ones that are playing overwatch and then they've probably taken a few people who got sick of call of duty got sick of battlefield Mm -hmm. and they probably bought battlefront and then they realized what the hell are are these crappy content games let's Go with Overwatch and... Well, that's just it. You're bringing up a great point. I've been playing Call of Duty since the second one on Xbox 360. Yeah, you've been... You were in way before I was. And by Black Ops 
3, which was the last one that really got me back into it. But by Advanced Warfare, I was fatigued. I, I was sick Advanced? of the Call of Duty Ghost was good. Ghost was terrible. Even Modern Warfare 3, I didn't enjoy I, it. I like, like that. A lot of people really enjoyed it, which is fine. Black Ops 1, 2 were really good. Yeah, don't let me be the standard to what a, a good game is or not. Yeah. But me personally, I just, I wasn't into it. But picking up Overwatch, I've been having that much fun again with it. I think it's, it's for me, I see your excitement and I don't understand it. It's like I'm still coughing when, when I'm having the smoke. Yes. And you're like full-blown addicted. The big thing with for me with Overwatch is because I've been inhaling like smokes packs at a at a day a piece. You're yeah, you're going to be gone soon with how much Overwatch you're playing. Yeah. Be, the thing I love about it is I love how there's so many different ways to play it. Like different characters can give you different strategies and different ways to approach. There's different ways. Aren't you just supposed to be a healer and isn't that the whole way to play the game? You're supposed well. They're supposed to be a healer, but sometimes there's not. You know, you- every time I play, there isn't, and I'm always a, a damn healer. No, because quick arcade matches, no one wants to play healer. But when you go like, if when you start playing competitive, you'll have sometimes two healers, two tanks, Ooh. and a DPS, which is damage per second. Ah, so like, it's like there's those first guy. Yeah, there's different approaches and different characters offer different things, and when everyone's working together towards something on a team. It just it's a rewarding feeling where I feel like Call of Duty and Battlefield, everyone was off doing their own thing. Well, I look at a lot of the people I played online with in Call of Duty, and I don't feel like they're the same people at all. No one wants to play as a team in that. It's very rare. And if you find that team, you usually clean house. But people are just very selfish for their own stats, their own kill-death ratio. Yeah, it's very much I'm trying to be the best possible. Everyone's trying to be the best possible player Yeah, in order to just get their own personal satisfaction where overwatch like you said sometimes someone has to bite the bullet be the healer because that is what is best for the team yeah yeah. as competitive gamers call it meta i don't know what that means it means the most effective tactic available so okay i don't understand because there's like there's like gifts and all that (laughs) stuff that are meta and i don't think that's what it means well i think that that's the terminology they use it for in competitive gaming so like overwatch They'll say when you're picking your characters, no healer. The most effective tactic available would be having a healer. Makes sense. Right? If you're having defense and there's a high vantage point, meta would be bastion because you don't you're holding a point and you need a ta- the turret. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a game it's not I'm not fully sold on it yet, but I mean it is a quality game. I, I can see it's a quality game. I just Maybe it's, next week you're going to hear Luke is gone, he's gone missing, and he's probably playing Overwatch. It's the learning curve. That was the biggest thing. When I first started playing Overwatch, I was struggling to find a character that was I was good with or I enjoyed using. Mm-hmm. And it takes a bit of time to adapt and understand each character okay. and get used to it. But once you find a familiarity with one, it becomes fun. Okay, okay. Now, the other game we've rarely talked about because we haven't really played it, but I'm very interested with it is Unknown's Player Battleground. I have I don't know much. I saw a, a thing on E3 on Xbox's show and there's some guy hiding and he like slaps on the back of the head or something. So, it's a it's a battle royale type okay. game. So, it's a third-person shooter. 
and everyone's dropped in on a map into the map and there's this circle that surrounds the map and as yep. the game progresses the circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller as people get eliminated okay. you only have one life the point is to try to be the last person standing like the royal rumble right so they've figured a way to put the royal rumble into a shooters what you're telling me in other terms yes pretty much like in layman's terms, that's essentially what the game is. So can you like flip them out of the that little closing circle if you push them out? Are they out? Yeah, I believe you have X amount of time to get into that circle. And if you don't, you die. Right. And the game is very much trying to be stealth and kill people. There's different tactics. Is there chess slaps? Not chess slaps, but there are pan beatings. Like you can beat someone with a pan. DDTs? DDTs are always acceptable. Leg drops? Big boots. Flying elbows? Always. Razor's Edge? You know it. Oh my god, I'm getting this. TLC matches. The The big thing with it, though, is it's very different feel. It's Yes, it's elimination-based, which you can take the same vein of Call of Duty and Battlefield, but the way you approach it's different. You can't just run around. You have to be very, very careful mm-hmm. about how you do it. You get dropped into a map with, like, let's say, 100 people. It's you and one other person versus 100 other people. That's kind of cool. Right? And you have, like, there's vehicles in it. And if someone here is driving around, they know. So everyone's going to look to the vehicle. You're in a building. Oh, I'm totally going to be driving that vehicle. And they're going to, like, jump into the bushes. And everyone's going to follow that vehicle. And I'm just going to peg them all off. But that's the thing. There's so many different ways. Like, there was a buddy of mine who plays the game. And he's been. So it's out. Yeah. It's the beta is out. Is it on PC only? It's or? PC only right now. I'm going to look at that. He was telling me. He was playing a game and someone was driving a car and everyone started following the car. But what they didn't tell you or what you didn't know was that there was a guy in the bushes that was part of his team. Mm -hmm. And as people were kind of going and looking to the car to try and find it to see where the guy was, he was picking people off. Like he was using it as a diversion to get people out. Okay. And as people were coming around, he was picking them off. And, like, they were working together, and it's elimination-based. Like, I've heard stories where people say it gets so intense near the end of the game where you're literally checking your corners and you're listening, looking out windows, and hmm. people will know you're in a room and they'll wait for you to come out down a set of stairs and just pop you. I feel like we should try this after. Yeah, like, and again, it has it's in a beta, and it has a pretty big following already. Mm-hmm. It's not even the full launch yet. I'm going to give this game... This game sounds really cool. I'm it, not going to lie to you. So, the, And that that was where I started thinking, if Battlefield and Call of Duty want to stay relevant, do they need to change? They have to you know, stir the pot up a little bit. Maybe take a year off. Completely. Maybe come out with one of their three games, because they're always on three-year cycles. Maybe one of their three games is something completely out there. Right? So every third year, you're going to get some game that they it's kind of their... Uh, their what do you call those albums? Those uh, concept albums. It's like their concept album. They come out one every three years, and whatever people like from it, maybe they take that and put it into their two other base games, their Black Ops and whatever their Modern Warfare or Advanced Warfare is. Yeah, because I think change is needed. I think it's necessary to evolve to push forward. That's why usually the bands that can stick around for over five, ten years, usually they change their sound. Like as much as. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Park's music hasn't been uh, the same music I've listened to. Yeah. As much as they've evolved their, you know, they kind of sound more poppy, but I mean, they have to evolve their sound. 
they remained relevant. Because if they didn't change their sound, they'd be playing Casino Rama right now, and no one would be... Well, yeah. Valid point. If Chester was alive. Yeah, breaking news. The singer from Lincoln Park killed himself. Let him rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all grew up with them, right? A lot of us. And they changed. Maybe the shooters need to change. Bingo. Now, let's get on to the news. Because I think we could spend all day talking about first-person shooters. I think it's... I played way too many of them. If you don't like first-person shooters, you're... I apologize. Yeah, it's such a huge market for video games. Yeah, it's it seems like there's people that just like full out hate first person shooters. They want to play their you know their RPGs and like their cool games but or their racing games. Yeah, which I guess there's some news from Turn Ten. Yeah, uh, they the first 160 cars. There's been a list of the first 160 cars, mm-hmm. and in Forza Motorsport Seven. And I noticed a lot of Ferraris on that list. So is it going to be like Grand Tours? The Ferrari is going to be Grand Turismo's Honda. Honda? Civic? Yeah, the yeah. Honda Civic and the different variations of a Honda Civic. Well, there are a lot of different Ferraris. So I mean, it'd be funny if they put different Ferraris. Like one had three wheels. The fourth one was just <laughs> missing. It's like the one that was like keyed. Somebody keyed it. That's <laughs> yeah. like the only difference. The stunt double, the stunt Ferrari from Bad Boys that Will uh, Will Smith hit the door on the light pole. It would be amazing if they just had, like, the time. That's what Gran Turismo felt like. So hopefully yeah. all the cars are, aren't are just, like, slight variances. But there's enough Ferraris that you can... Yeah, Ashen's going to hear us ripping on Gran Turismo, and he's going to take this personal. Yeah, he's going to be mad at us next podcast. Not too bad. Uh, speaking of first-person shooters, yet again, Titanfall 2's Operation Frontier Shield came out, yeah. which was a multiplayer co-op story, I believe. I, I wasn't too sure on what it was. Yeah, I thought it was like an objective-based co-op thing. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was a story thing, but I think it was, yeah, some sort of objective multiplayer thing. Yeah, Wolf Among Us 2 coming yeah, out. That did, that's supposed to, I guess it was revealed. Yeah, it's going to be coming out. i uh, good things. Yeah, it was really popular at the time when it first that's launched. Telltale Games, where it's kind of like, you don't fully play it, it's kind of like a story is being told mm-hmm. and you kind of Interactive react. story, basically yeah. like quick time events. Okay. In one game. So, yeah, that, I guess if you like that stuff, maybe I'll give it a shot, and maybe that's my next genre. I'll, I'll move away from some shooters. Yeah. I hear um, The Walking Dead is really good by them. Yeah, The Walking Dead was hugely popular. Yeah, so, I'll, you know, I should give that a shot. I think I have the first two episodes. I got them with, like, I, just, I don't know. I got them for free or something. Yeah, Game of Thrones had their, their game. Wasn't it a Telltale one? Yeah, I heard you said it was bad. I didn't even touch it. Okay. Uh, Nintendo files for N64 trademark. So is, does that mean there's going to be Nintendo 64 Mini, which you were like, no, no, they're not going to do it for I a while. I didn't think they would do it right away, but possibly. I thought it would be maybe next gen that they would do it like in three, four years, whenever the next Nintendo successor comes or when Nintendo needs a little bit of boost in publicity and yeah. sales. But is it going to come out soon? Possibly. Is it going to come out at all, or are they just protecting themselves in case they want to get it out? Well, that's what a lot of companies do, that they just file trademarks for the fact of having it, owning it, and that if anyone wants to use anything like that, they can't. Yeah, like they'll have like mini N64.com, so someone else doesn't take it. They'll probably do it for the GameCube, they'll probably do it for the Wii, just so some jerk doesn't try to sell to them at an inflated cost in the future. Which Nintendo products have... uh, a notoriety for yeah, yeah um exactly. speaking or staying on the switch overcooked the special edition for nintendo switch is coming out 
I think it might even be out. It might or it might be out. be out. Yeah, yeah. So we played it. Uh, you've been pushing it on me with your PlayStation. We've been mm-hmm. playing online through the, was that called SharePlay? Yeah, PlayStation SharePlay, which doesn't ever get talked about, but it is a very nice feature. Yeah, it, it works for a game like Overwatch. I mean, Overcooked. Mm-hmm. Overwatch on my mind. But yeah, that's it's a fun game. If you're looking for something to play on the Switch, because let's be honest, the the content's a little, it, it's a little thin. Not not crazy. If you don't like Splatoon, it's a little thin. Yeah, um, it is one of the funnest party games you can play with a group of people. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, when you're, and I'm talking about people that aren't into video games. Like I've played with my girlfriend, yeah. my brother's fiance, and they loved the game because of how different and fun it is. Yeah. No, it's. It's very simple yet fun. Yeah, it's, that, that's a, that's the that's a key thing to make a good game. Something simple and fun. Yep. But I guess going on with the Splatoon two, it's getting all right reviews. Yeah, it's pretty good. Metacritic has eighty four. I saw it the other day. I was at a buddy's house. He brought his Switch with him and showed me Splatoon two. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's Did interesting. You play it, I played a bit of it. It was it was interesting. It was tough. But I was playing the the beta or whatever it was, or their what did Nintendo call those the the play tests. Yeah, and it didn't do it for me. No, I I was intrigued. Not I don't know if it was enough to buy the game, but definitely worth a shout. If I'm ever at a point where I don't know what to play and I'm really bored, I would consider Splatoon two. Yeah, I'm, I've just got such a backlog that I'm not I'm not going to bother. It's not my thing. So, but uh, another part of the news is the Xbox One X. Yep. Not on for pre-sale yet, but apparently it'll be soon, according to Phil Spencer. Yeah, so. Phil Spencer responded to uh, someone asking about that. On Twitter. That. Yeah, uh, and he said everything's pretty much finalized, just getting ready to for the announcement soon. So if you're looking for an Xbox One X, keep your eyes open. It's coming soon. Yeah. Um, Overwatch, new character Doomfist, which we yep. mentioned off the top. Um, this seems to have a trend. Persona 5 is getting an anime. Now, there's a trend of video game properties. Well, see, the thing is, I, I looked at Persona 5. Was it an anime before? Like, it seems in that style to begin with, right? I i don't think so. I think it was a video game, like a okay. JRPG yep. or something along those lines. And they have an anime coming off of it. So, I mean, Castlevania, Castlevania just had one. Yeah, exactly, which we watched. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was actually good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was like an intro. It, didn't, it just kind of gave you a tease. It was a four-episode tease. And I love that it followed Castlevania 3. Which one's that? That was the prequel from okay, Castlevania okay. 1 and 2, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're Trevor Belmont. Yes, yes, yes. I, I really like that. Is it Simon's Curse? Which one was that? That or? was second, the second one. Simon's okay. Quest, I believe, was Castlevania 2. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know my, my neighbor, he's huge into Castlevania, and I, I, I messaged him because I found out it's on Netflix. I'm like, yo, check out the new Castlevanias. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. So he's like, I've watched already. It's good. He, it, it was very good. I was very surprised. And the, I guess the next next season or whatever you want to call it, it's coming mm-hmm. out next year, and it's going to be eight episodes. So it's going to be, there's going to be some real meat to the yeah, and it's going to it's going to pick up right where the fourth episode left off. So, I, yeah. I recommend honestly giving it a shot. I know everyone has their reservations about taking a book or a game and making it into a TV show or movie, but they they nailed it, man. It was, it was good. I'm not a I'm not a person who watches anime, so the fact that if it wasn't Castlevania, I probably wouldn't have watched it. And then when I watched it, I I got over. I guess it's not like a full out anime. That's what I've been told. It's kind of like an Americanized. It is it's anime. An Americanized anime. 
So it's, it's just it's just the art style is very anime. Yeah, so it, it's worth checking out. It's mm-hmm. only four episodes. Easy watch. Yeah, games with gold. Xbox One has Slime Rancher. I don't know what that is at all. Trials Fusion. That's a fun game. That's it's, a simple fun game, right? Like yeah, it's that side scroller. You're on a bike and you hold back and forward to change your balance and you go off ramps and stuff. Really fun game. Uh, it's been out for a few years now, at least. So it's like e- being evil can evil. Exactly, like being like evil can evil. Perfect. Uh, anyone that still plays their Xbox 360, Bayonetta. I like got really good reviews. Not my type of game. Mm-hmm. Red Faction, Armageddon. No idea what that is. Uh, maybe I should have looked it up, but it. I thought I, it was like a, very similar to the Civilizations. Like a Command and Conquer. Yeah, Command and Conquer. I, I don't quote me on that. I'm just okay. going off the top of my head. I could be lying completely. Yeah, it's like nothing to do with it. It's like a puzzle game. Yeah, we're your informed source for gaming news, as you know. Yeah, so I guess PS Plus also, there's the list for their August games. Yeah, Just Cause 3. Which is, that's a solid game. Finally, we're getting a big AAA title. Like a game that costs full price at launch. Yeah, I mean, we had NBA 2016, which was cool at one point. 2K. But sports games, they don't hold their value. No, not really. Assassin's Creed is that Freedom? I Freedom can't. Cry. Freedom Cry. Yeah. So again, it's another Assassin's Creed game. It's not their top notch one. It might be like one of those. It, it's it's light where you're, it's where Ezio is oppressed and he's crying for freedom. That's that's it. Yeah, hundred percent nailed it. Uh, PS3, it's Super Mother. Super Mother Load. Load. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right on. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that small. That's my um, and, and Snake Ball. Snakeball Vita for anyone that happens to own one. Well, I guess the first game it, it doesn't matter because it's called uh, Downwell, which is cross buy, or you can cross buy it for PS4. So I'm assuming you can play it on your PS4. Yeah, and, that's pretty cool. And then a game called Level 22. You got some good content for the PS Plus. If I'm going to award the winner of this month, I'm going to go with PlayStation on this. You yeah. are a winner if you have the PlayStation. Not as much. Trials Fusion is a good game, but. It, when it comes to the better content, PS Plus gets it this month. Yeah, especially with a game on PS3 called Super Mother Load. Yeah. That sounds hilarious. A huge load of some sort, I'm guessing. All right. You you brought up a good point, though. You got your games of gold, PS Plus, right? Yeah. Games right now, the membership on Xbox 360 and PS Plus, they're, what, like $59.99? It's It's up there. It's, a, it's the cost of a game. It's pricey. Do you find there is enough value in those online services like games with gold and ps plus see when you look at pc and you're not paying for online it's like so that means i'm paying for these games Mm -hmm. right but i can't play online without this membership yeah so they kind of tied it together and in all honesty i don't know I, i almost rather a separate cost if you want to enroll into this like kind of like gaming loot boxes of actual video games you get like a monthly thing that should be one price and to play online should be free but they're not going to do it for free so charge me separately okay because how many games do you have like in your backlog i have a ton of them and all these games that come out maybe just cause three i'll give it a shot but honestly i have so many games to play that i never touch these these plus games that's the thing i was going to ask out of You've subscribed to PS Plus since the beginning, right? Almost the beginning. Almost. Well, I'm talking about on the PS4. On the PS4 right? from you, day one, From yes. day one. 
How many of those games that were on PS Plus do you play on a semi-regular basis? Well, to be fair, there's never a game I play semi-regularly except for like the two years we played GTA Online. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's if, if I get it for anywhere from three to six months, it's money well spent. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a good two months if I'm really into it. But the game I'd say I got the most value from... And I know it's yours as well. It's Rocket League. I was going to say Rocket League, which is a great, great game. It's it's funny how it was free. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good... That game's worth money. Like, it's, it's worth yeah. buying. People were spending thirty nine ninety nine to get it with the content that they were dropping. Yeah. With the DLC stuff. But we've had the PlayStation, what, three years, four years 2013, now? 2013. 2013, so. yeah. Almost so, four years. Almost four years. In four years, me and you... Yeah have only really played one game out of the PS Plus. But yeah. we're spending $60 to get online services where half the time the server that you're getting suck. Now, we I know can't that's play not... Call, we can't play Call of Duty together when we want. Yeah, you can't invite your pals into your party. There is an issue with that's it. That's a Call of Duty thing, though, yes. more than PlayStation. But that's, that's ridiculous. But do you feel like you are spending money... And it's going to something that is worth value. So, like, would you sit and be able to pitch this to somebody and say, yeah, for 60 bucks, you're getting this service and it's amazing? So let's just go back to when the prices were 50 bucks. Let's just go $50. So that's four years now at $50. So that's $200. So I basically paid $200 to play online, which is free on PC and Rocket League. Mm-hmm. I don't, honestly, I don't feel like it's been worth it. I don't either. I don't think anyone does, but there's nothing we can do about it, right? And I mean, Nintendo Switch dropped their online app. Yeah. And it's shit. I don't I didn't even touch it yet. Like I was reading Kotaku talk about it. Okay. And they said it's it's bad. It's bad and are they charging you for it? Yeah, you're gonna have to pay twenty dollars oh, for not online. Yet, it's it's not up yet. until fall or up is until it... fall or some garbage it's like a that. A few months of free right now. But you need an app be able to on your talk, phone right yeah and you can only talk when you're in the same game it's not even like a party chat or anything like that like they were saying you have you're only able to talk well, when in the game well there's a hack around that you know that right it's I did called not skype know. where you just call your friends and then you talk that way because let's be honest when we go on playstation chat it's just a, a party chat between us friends and we don't give a we don't care who else is on absolutely so you got your skype alternative but is 20 dollars now enough even for nintendo offering those retro games Honestly, just no. to be able to play online? No. no, I don't think so. I think Nintendo, because the fact that I have to use my smartphone to communicate is is ridiculous. So if their service was better, 20 bucks would be fine. Like if I could do it all through the system. Right. Fine. And you're going to get games that you probably pay more attention to via the Nintendo ga- NES games, which will have online features and stuff like that. So they well, say, I guess it depends on what games come out. But it's is it like mm-hmm. in your catalog forever or is it? Yeah, they said oh, as long is. as you have it, you'll have it in your catalog. Okay, so it's not like for one month you get the no, game. No, they two changed months. that. That was the original yeah, plan, right? They made they revised that. Okay, so they pulled the next box with their connect to the internet. And, Bingo. Okay, okay. But but even still, it's it, I don't feel that spending the value on these online subscriptions yeah. are giving me subsequent value. I don't feel like. I'm being rewarded for it. Yeah. See, when I look at the twenty dollars, yes, the the price is right for an Nintendo. Like the price is right for online. If I had to pay something, I'd rather pay twenty than sixty. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather pay sixty on a PlayStation to get that network or on the Xbox 
than 20 on the Nintendo because Nintendo makes you use your own phone and as you said, you can only chat while you're in the game together. Yeah, and and here's the thing, like talking on just the PlayStation side of it, party chat, you don't need the online subscription to have a party chat. Yeah, yeah. Right? At Xbox 360, you paid, you got that feature, you got private chat, you had the party chat. I don't think that's on the new one, as far as I know. I'm I'm not sure. I didn't really Actually, yeah, figure out. My the, membership ended a while ago, but I haven't been playing online with some friends. But I have a comparative for you. PS3 to PS4, have you noticed a subsequent difference in terms of online connectivity and service from when it was free to now paying? Well, 100% because the PlayStation 3 couldn't do party chat at all. So, sure. But it's... So Xbox 360 had it and nobody seemed to care before. But now when you have it, you realize how how much of a valuable feature that is. Oh, it was it was amazing. It but, was the biggest thing I missed going from 360 to PS3. Exactly. But, but party chat's not worth $50. No, no. That should be standard with it. These systems are better nowadays. They, they're more powerful. They can easily do it. Mm-hmm. But when you're saying, have I noticed an improvement? If you asked me... A couple months ago, I'd say no, like when it comes to performance of the mm-hmm. servers. But then we're talking online, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go check out these new Call of Duty maps because I have the Seasons Pass for Infinite Warfare. I want to see what the remake is because there's usually one remake map in every Call of Duty map pack. Because nostalgia sells. Well, yeah, you kind of like, yeah, it sells. But when I went in there, I'm expecting just to turn it on, to start to download. It's about 10 gigs. I'm going to start it overnight. I'm going to put my system in standby where it can still download. And I'm talking with you, and I'm noticing the internet speed is blazing fast. So I got gigabit internet. I got fast internet. Ooh, la-di-da, Mr. Frenchman. It must have been under, it was maximum seven minutes to download 10 gigs. Mm-hmm. Like, I was telling you, I was going by, I'm like, yep, eight gigs, 8.5 gigs. And you're like, holy yeah, it was shit, like, that's it was fast. Like, it was literally the equivalent of Usain Bolt running a 100-meter dash. It was, it was fast. Yeah. Yeah, so... When I say it's gotten better, PlayStation definitely has. I, I haven't been on my Xbox a lot recently, so I can't tell you. You're more connected to this stuff. You have a better foundation and understanding. Is that your internet or is that PlayStation's network? Well, it's a combination of both. You need fast internet so you can take advantage of mm-hmm. PlayStation's fast uploads. But PlayStation before, pretty- I had gigabit had gigabit internet and I was downloading at maybe 5 megabytes a second. Now I'm downloading like 120, 200 megabytes a second. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. So you did notice an upgrade. $50 yeah. worth? $60 worth? If, if it, the difference is going from 5 megabyte a second download to whatever, 120, 150, whatever I'm, I'm going at, yeah, that's worth it. Yeah? You think so? Well, if you throw in the games with it, because you know how many times... Let's say I wanted to play, let's say you had the Call of Duty maps already installed and Ashton had them and, and you know, our other friends had them and you guys are waiting for me to come play with you and it's like, ah, oh, 10 gigs, that's going to take me two hours, three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss out on that play session with you guys. Yeah, very, very good point. So this, I, as I said, I was ready to go to sleep, turn it off and just let it download overnight and seven minutes later, I'm good. That's one round in Call of Duty. Yeah, you, you were able to get on and play. Yeah. Now, speaking of this whole online membership mm-hmm. seeing that this is the way it's going from now like moving forward unless you go to pc unless you go to pc where it's free and, and that's it's, amazing it's, yeah it's the best absolutely what could they do to make it better like what would be something that you would like to see that will improve the service and you 
would say, yeah, $50, 100%. I have no problem. I couldn't go without paying that because it is offering me something I didn't have. Well, I was mentioning this to you. I think maybe stop giving us, you know, two PlayStation 4 games, two PlayStation 3 games, and two Vita games every month. How about you just give me one solid PS4 game every month? I'm not saying it has to be the newest game, but a game like Just Cause every month. Or Knack. I mean, it's a, a launch game that everyone kind of, no one wants to buy, but they do want to try. They secretly want to try it. Yeah, absolutely. Killzone Shadowfall or whatever it was called. Why not? I, I bought that game, but if it came free for a month, I already traded that in. I, I wouldn't be, I'd be happy about it. I wouldn't be yeah, upset. because it's a triple A title. It's more exciting. It's more intriguing to you rather than these indie games where it's not going to pull you away from your triple a title not to say indie games aren't good no and i'm saying if there is a decent indie game you throw it in there that's fine Mm -hmm. you can you can skip one month or two but like let's say out of 12 months a year maybe give me six really good games that will be nice to have in my in my digital library so in the future if i can play let's say on my ps5 i can play ps4 digital games Mm mm-hmm that I have some decent games to go back to. Absolutely. And especially if you're a student in college. Yeah. And you don't have access to a job where you can afford to buy ridiculously expensive games. Mm-hmm. If PS Plus and you spend that $50 that you get for the you're year. You're going to spend anyways because you might buy one game a year that you're playing online with your friends. Yeah. Like, it's going to offer you something, an alternative game to play. Yeah. No. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Always. Always. And in this case, it's... The, uh, that is the right philosophy to follow if you're Sony or Microsoft. Because you look at this, I like Charles Fusion. Charles Fusion is a solid game, but you know they need Charles Fusion every month. Like a game like Charles Fusion every month. See, you know what I had an idea for What's that? For the PlayStation Store that I would like to see. Every when you subscribe and you pay, you get your one free game a month, mm-hmm. one free movie rental from the PlayStation Store. That'd be cool. And That's Xbox awesome. doing something too. That's awesome. It promotes it. Also promotes people thinking of that avenue to rent from them. Yeah, because they have their whole streaming service where you can buy movies from them on their PlayStation. Yeah, so I like even Sony's, think about that. yeah, Sony's a movie company. Yeah, they own the rights to Spider Man. Yeah, release Spider Man Two for everyone. Yeah, what? Why not? Right? Why not have not like any movie you choose, but one specific movie? Maybe you can watch that month for free. Yeah, or you know the one free rental of the month that you can use for that month that but it'd you have to be watch. it'd have to be like the old school blockbuster method where you had like the hot new release which is like a two night release or one night mm-hmm. and then like the seven day release which is basically the same price for any rental but the seven day one was an older one maybe an older movie you have to choose for that yeah that would be genius yeah like you want to watch i don't know the usual suspects it might be on netflix or whatever but maybe you don't have netflix it's an option if it's newer released movies like Logan, yeah, which they were advertising. Well, to, uh, you get the one that one free men- rental of the month. You use it on Logan. Well, I don't think they want that because newer movies, you, they got to make money off of that, right? Sure, granted, but I, I don't know. I think I would love for that to be the case. Trust me, as the consumer, I would love that. But as a business, I don't think it makes sense because no one's going to be renting movies then. Because there's usually like uh, what, one or two movies a month that you might want to watch, especially people that are getting busier. Mm-hmm. It's not like everyone's watching every night a movie. They might watch it once a week. They might have movie night once a week, maybe yeah. once every few Fair weeks. Fair point. 
So but me as a consumer, I don't know. I th- well, I, I would I was love looking... for them to give me ten movies a Dude, month. I rented Commando on uh, on the PlayStation Four. Yeah few and when it came out close when it came out like in 2014 me and my brother wanted to watch it I couldn't find it anywhere okay. so we uh we rented it it was like three bucks it was great if they can give me one free rental i would consider using their store more yeah just it kind of gets you used to watching movies that way right yeah and they advertise it they say pre you can pre-order the star wars they were pre-ordering you there were options to pre-order the star wars episode seven yeah, no, I know. Whenever I go to the store, I never once I see the movie section, I'm quickly right through because I don't even think about using that to watch but movies. If they incorporated it with their PS Plus, it's just giving more subsequent value. It gives you that connection to it, so you feel like you can use it again. It's like oh, I got a free movie already this month. What's with paying five bucks to rent the movie when I got a free movie? So it's like two bucks. Yeah, and being that it's a Sony thing, you can have exclusives. Let's say it's a, a new movie that came out, you get one day rental of it. You can watch it once, and it's early before it's out on DVD. You get it early because it's a Sony pit flick. Then what's going to happen is people are going to stream, are going to take that rip and put it online, and that's just going to kill it all well it's gonna happen either way it will yeah you're right right come on who, who are we kidding but it's so easy to do this way yeah you can't take down the beast that is the internet it's it's uh it's a well-functioning machine i mean but even xbox one having that they talk about it being the center of your entertainment room why not give someone something with entertainment value besides video games i i like that maybe i know you say one free rental of anything but Maybe like one specific movie because then it's kind of like a community thing, you know? Did you watch this month's movie? It's kind of like a book club, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't didn't think about it in that perspective, but that's very interesting. So like, did you watch this month's movie? Yeah, it was cool, you know. Everyone going on a thread and talking about discussing the ending of The Usual Suspects for those who didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool, actually. Yeah, it added some value to it because it is expensive. When you look at PC, it's free. Why not add a little something? P- PC is free. You pay the, you buy the game. You get to play the game online mm-hmm. if you choose. Completely free. You have voice chat through Skype, which is on the computer. I mean, I look at it, and this is just me personally. Um, anyone and everybody can disagree freely. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see value in what I'm getting. No, no, especially when you have the best way to play games on a pc and you're getting it for free and games are cheaper on pc typically and the servers tend to run better on a pc typically yeah and it's free let's just emphasize the f-r-e-e part yeah so that's another like thing i was thinking about what if they lowered the cost of the service but you don't get the games what what option which route would you go if it was cheaper and if i needed to pay to play online yeah I would do without the games yeah, and have it cheaper. Because truth be told, Whoa. outside of Rocket League, I haven't touched any of my PS Plus games. I don't even put them in my catalog some month. I, I do it just because I'm like, maybe one day I'll play it, but I know I won't. Yeah, I don't do it because I don't care enough to play those games. And I don't waste my time going to the store to do it. So I don't bother. I'd rather spend less because and get free online. Because mm-hmm. the truth is... If I'm going to play a game online, it's going to be a game that I I went out and actually bought yeah. and spent money on. Well, 
that's the thing. I, I quit. I didn't renew my Xbox One membership. So it's it, now I'm an Xbox Live Silver, not Gold, and I'm not getting games, and I don't miss it. And it's maybe because I'm not using it. Like I've had it for years, and I probably, especially the whole Xbox console, this whole cycle, mm-hmm. I've had it, and I I barely used it. So I almost I wasted what three years of it already, three and a half years. So I don't miss any of the games that I didn't get though. Well, the only game that looked really cool on the Xbox One that they had free was Sunset Overdrive. Which I got in their thing, but now I can't play it anymore because I'm not subscribed. Not to mention Rise was there. Like, see, Rise wasn't... I know a lot of people are saying it's pretty decent, but Rise is... A... No, but to go back to a few moments ago, yeah. we had mentioned why hasn't PlayStation put out some of their like launch Knack. titles. Like Knack. Xbox has. Yeah, even though Knack might not be good, it's the Rise for PlayStation. So. Absolutely. And I'm sure people that picked up an Xbox One on launch and passed on Rise might get it and say, let's go try this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Uh, let's see if PlayStation can keep up with with games like Just Cause 3 because that, that's a solid game. Yeah, it does that, look that cool. That might be the best game that's come out when, when you think of when it came out. And it's what's that, maybe a year or two? Mm-hmm. It's not two years, is it? I think it was two years. I thought it came out closer to the launch. No, Just Cause 3? Yeah, no. Oh, that's like a year or two, two max, but it, I think it's like a year, year and a half. I, I've heard good things. I heard it's a pretty fun game with ridiculous stuff like blowing up cars and you parachute down as you jump off of stuff. Like anything ridiculous you could think of that game has. So, Which is awesome. And I'm going to actually take a look at it and try it. You know what? It, was, it came out uh, December 2015. You, wow, that's not long uh, that that's long a year ago. and a half like that's a quality game that's proper that's worth spending fifty dollars for i guess yeah so sony try to keep up with that same type of game that same quality game microsoft you know raise that quality up a little bit more yeah i mean outside of overwatch yeah i don't really play much online between pro evo and fifa I don't, I don't even know. touch those online. Why those you get online? two soccer games? I don't know why you're going to get two soccer games. Because I'm a huge fanatic of the sport, and they play so differently. I like playing a bit of FIFA for, you know, the licensing and some of the FIFA things. And then I play Pro Evo because it's just a better game. All right, Matt. Well, uh, I guess we're Gone Gaming. You can check us out at Twitter at Real Gone Gaming and on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast. And with that, we're Gone Gaming.